appears out of nowhere. He's like a, he's like a, he's like a Slender Man, bro. Oh, okay. Slender Man. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes. I'm Christian. You know the boys. We're here with Harsha, Haran, and Tarun. And uh, I'm going to pull a little surprise here, a little audible, uh, something that we teased, but we never got to that we forgot to put on our list. I have a rant that was supposed to mm. uh, be ranted, I guess is the correct <laughs> word. Uh, I'm going to cut it down a significant amount because um, I don't think anybody else will have much input on it, to be honest, but I'm just going to get it out there. Uh I do this about, you know, this time every year. It's a holiday tradition, I guess. Uh, Drake. Ah. Ah. This fucking guy, man. Uh, every year he's like, oh, man, like my next album is going to be my best album. And I am a, I'm a certified Drake hater, which I think is, is well established. Uh, I, don't, I don't like the guy. Uh, but I think he has some good music out there. So I don't think he's like, you know. Uh, have you always hated the guy or is it like yeah i've never really liked drake but i think part of that is because like i didn't start listening to him when like nothing uh take care dropped and all that so like i Mm -hmm. didn't initially like you know get into that uh i started listening around like nothing was the same which is not like too late so like end high school being in college no that was still anyway timeline didn't matter but that guy oh wait that was that was his sophomore year yeah never mind okay yeah but yeah, so I was like, all right, whatever. I think uh, by then you already came like a fuck boy. <laughs> I mean, like, it happened pretty quickly though. To be fair, like uh, maybe just being mainstream more. Just, that's just, true. I think he just. I think people just saw him a lot more after that album dropped in terms of, like main media. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but most people would agree that like old Drake is the best Drake. I think that's a pretty whatever. Like people who actually like have followed him throughout his career. Uh, and going into this upcoming album, he was like, oh, man, like, For All the Dogs is the name of the album. He's like, man, this is going to be for all my OGs. Like, it's going to be like an album that's going to, you know, it's going to sound like some of my old albums. Like, I'm going to try really hard. This fucking cuck, dude, he did absolutely none of that shit. He just fucking, I swear to God, he pulled together like some random, at, like, it's some random ass formula that some label heads put together. It's like, oh, you want to have this feature. You want to have like some beats from this guy. You want to do all this random ass generic mainstream shit. I didn't, nothing on that album sounded like, regardless of, even if I liked it, I would have been like, okay, this sounds like at least he held true to his promise. Nah, he's just a fucking dickhead, bro. Uh, there's a couple of good songs there, but like for the most part, I don't know. Also, why the fuck would you let your stupid ass son design your fucking album cover? It looks so goddamn ugly. Let alone release a song, bro. What the hell was that? That was a, one of the worst things Dude. I've ever listened to. And we made songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I could probably rant a lot more on it, but I, I need to get then that off I my chest. Then I broke my iPad. Then I broke my iPad. Idiot. Bro, like why? <laughs> why? Just like why so much of it? Like, I, I know that uh, I was like really going for Utopia, uh, and I'm not gonna say that like Utopia is fucking groundbreaking or anything, but at least it did something different, and it didn't piss me off when I listened to it. And I think that's a very low bar, but uh, 
Yeah. So uh, it is sad to say that, uh, well, for me, I'm actually very happy to say that the, the Drake hating shall continue, but... So what what does this rank in terms of like his album? Dude, I don't even care, bro. This dude, it's like fucking, it's like a Black Ops, bro. This shit releases every year, you know. It's like and a it's, Black Ops, bro. It's like fucking. All right, well, the old ones were okay, but like, goddamn, you're just doing this shit for the money now, man. I, I totally agree, bro. He could have released this last year, next year, whatever. It wouldn't have made a difference what the fuck it was in in the greater expanse of his releases. It's still just, it's just there. Um, I don't know. I wish he would disappear, honestly, for like a good six years, so that way he can build up his backlog and just release like ten bangers out of all of them, and then it'll be feel more special too because he just releases the same bullshit every year. Yeah, it's so oversaturated, man. It's so annoying to this point. Like, there's like I feel like back in like late college, I don't know, like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, like it was really popular for like little baby to like release like three albums in a year, and I was like, okay, man, like we get it, bro. You got a lot of songs, like chill, but. <laughs> Even this, bro, it's just like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's got a record deal where he's got to re- like release every year. But oh my God, dude. Stop. <sighs> okay. I feel better. I also think, I also think like hip hop in general, like all the rap music, whatever, has been feeling, at least to me, really monotonous over the past year or so. Maybe even longer. Maybe I'm probably I'm also like not as deep in the culture as like Christian is, for example. But like from a bird's eye perspective, it, I just don't I'm I'm not interested in it really as much anymore. I mean, Harsh could speak to this. He's a trappiest of guys we know. Harsh, would you say it's diluted now? Like the quality is not there anymore in the game. I've listened. I've listened to music in like four years. That's all you got. That's all you got to know, folks. That's, that's actually so know. crazy to me, though. Like, yeah. what do you listen? No, but to I, okay. I, I listen to music here and there, but like instead of like listening to new music, I only do it like if you guys tell me, yeah, you know, we're gonna talk about it. And I actually forgot about this. I I haven't listened to like a single minute of this album. But (laughs) Uh, that's why I didn't want to tell you. Yeah, I got. I got bored. Like I don't know. After I think after we graduated college or just before that, just yeah, like you were saying. It's it's just the same. So thing. is it like you lost interest, or it's just not good anymore, or is it? It's like it's I think I lost cool. interest because it's not good anymore. Good. Fair enough. Yeah. I guess my question. I probably. I mean, we probably talked about this so many times, but like, you never like. I don't know. Folding laundry, and you don't just put music on. Like, what do you do? Listen to podcasts. Bill Simmons. Even even in those, when you just need like twenty thirty minutes of like. Yeah, I I don't like listen to podcasts in ten when I, I take like five six listens to get through like an hour and a half podcast i just like play it whenever a wow. rock song i guess just whenever i have like time to do something i just play it yeah it's kind of just like walking for like a minute in the round department and have the podcast playing <laughs> go take a shit and do the, the podcast fuck? and then you come back, and and so much go like, back to work. i feel like that requires a lot of like you gotta like no, really no, i i i do establish the context I, I do that, but it was just funny to me because like I was just in the room but like i was just being <laughs> silent so i took observing <laughs> this happening <laughs> But yeah, like, when I'm here by myself, I do the same thing. Like if I'm like going to make something in the kitchen, I'll put a YouTube video on my phone. Or if I'm like walking, if I'm like, watching something, like I have to go get like water, I'll like have video playing while I go. If like I really want to be listening, dude, we're such fucking iPad kids, like grown up, dude. Holy <laughs> yeah. We can't do anything without any stimulation. It's actually scary. I actually saw the craziest thing recently where, like, I don't know if you, you guys saw this on Twitter, but like the Quest Three or whatever, like the Meta Quest, the yeah. VR headset. 
got released recently. And there's this dude that keeps on showing up my on my feed, and um, he just brings that shit everywhere. <laughs> so like his the first one that I saw was like um, he was washing dishes, but then he had like he was uh, watching YouTube videos on the side, and obviously like with the with the VR headset, like uh-huh. you don't need controllers or anything like that. You just yeah. use your hands, and so he would click play and like move the shit or whatever. You know, it's all completely hands free. And then and the next time he was like, oh, I just I was at the Tesla charging uh, parking lot and he brought his keyboard with him and then he put on his headset and then started working while his car was charging. Like, and he had like, Whoa. like a six monitor, he had like Spotify open, Slack, uh, YouTube, Chrome, his code That's editor, <laughs> everything all open on like one screen. He's just like looking back and forth while his car was charging. I was like, what the fuck? What the actual <laughs> fuck? This is so crazy. And then the next video was like actually like a step down from there. He was just doing laundry, but he was like, he carried his laundry like upstairs with like his video still playing, and he was like folded like it was just. Nah, man, it's 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 a it's a slippery slope we're on. But I'm actually I'm here for it. I'm here for it. uh, I also saw a video on Twitter. Some dude was I don't think it was a quest, but it was like one of the old like Oculus or whatever. He was doing like one of those boxing games, and he just straight up like knocked out his toddler. Like, <laughs> like without being aware of his surroundings, bro. You just fucking yeeted that kid into the ground. But that's different, uh, though, right? Because that's like completely like blacked out, right? Like you can't see the real world. That's yeah. True, yeah. The, this one, like, I, I guess, like one of the biggest selling points now is that the technology has gotten so good that you can still see through it. Yeah. Because the cameras on the outside are so good, but you can still like add whatever else you need, like your screens or whatever inside. Yeah. I will say that's probably legendary for a plane. Imagine being on a plane with the headset. That'd be amazing. What's airplane mode look like for VR? <laughs> I don't know, but you can have a fat ass screen, right? You can have a gigantic screen instead of a little tiny shit in your uh, under your seat. Yeah, things are uh, accelerating. I feel like even in the last like six months, things have accelerated so quickly. Like I don't know, maybe I'm just more aware of things right now, like now, but it seems like. I don't know. The exponential growth is is even faster than what it used to be. But it's true. I agree. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know going from a an uncertain and uh, a negative rant to a quite fairly negative thing. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> unfortunately, uh, I have to give the medical report of our friend Haran here, uh, who has unfortunately hurt himself again. Um, landed on the IR, boys. Landed on the long term IR um, yeah, with a very IR. scary. Injury. I just dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we haven't said it's his ankle yet. <laughs> it just sounds like you threw him down a flight of stairs. <laughs> That's why I'm on the IR. <laughs> um, but we we have hurt all together now that Haran's hurt again. Um, so uh, you don't have to talk about it extensively. But I don't know if I, you, us, do you guys know how the injury happened? I don't know if I even told you guys. Yeah, you told us you hit it on the the basketball hoop again, right? Is that, no, is that no, he landed. Look, oh. no, I don't think I've mentioned right? it. To, I don't know if I mentioned it. You sprained your ankle or something? Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. like anything crazy happened, but um, yeah, this is now two weeks ago to the day. Yeah. Um, I was playing basketball, um, and I pretty much was coming down from a rebound, and I uh, stepped on someone's leg, and when I stepped on it, my ankle uh, twisted in a very bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, and for like some context, I've never actually really twisted my ankle before. I think I've like 
I've like lightly sprained it, like maybe like twice or three times in my life that I remember. Um, but yeah, this one just like off the bat felt different. Um, yeah. Uh, Stay to the point where like, so right after it happened, um, a couple guys around me were like, okay, like tie, your legs are super tight, keep it compressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they went to go get ice. So I was icing it. I was like, like after 30 minutes, I, after of icing and like keep me compressed, I was like, okay, maybe I can like walk to my bag and like, like try to go back home. Mm-hmm. Um, could barely walk on it. Um, and well just like shout out to the guys who are there because like, they're taking care of me they actually one of the guys drove my car back here um because i couldn't i couldn't drive really. yeah well, i was too scared because my right it was my right uh, foot for you guys or mm. my right ankle so my right ankle and my right foot so like i was too scared to like drive and put pressure on it um but yeah flash forward a couple of days uh well actually two days after i went to the went to the um urgent care they told me <laughs> I went to the urgent care. They did they did a scan, um, and off the bat, she was like, "Oh yeah, I think you like have like a fracture somewhere." And I was like, "What the fuck?" About that? I was like, "I was like, <laughs> no, cool, stop somewhere." Helpful, she said, helpful. "I forgot what she said. She said fracture of the, I forgot it. Sorry, I forgot, I forgot exactly. That's okay. Some some part of my, okay. my ankle." And I was like, "Fuck!" But then she was like, right after she told me that, and like I was already like, she could already see me like getting like pretty upset. She was like, "Oh, but like uh, the um, not the urologist, the radiologist is going to see it to you tomorrow, and like he'll either confirm or like not confirm what I'm saying." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Wait, what?" And then she was like, "Yeah, like mine's not the final reading." And I was like, "Oh, what the fuck? Okay." <laughs> but she was like, "But I, I like I severely believe you fractured this," and I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, was I don't know upset. if that's helpful or hurtful. <laughs> she severely believes. You no, know, she was like, she was like, she was very adamant. She's that doing she everything to say that she is confirming it without confirming. It. Yeah, she's she was like, if the radiologist says that it's not a fracture, you should definitely get a second opinion. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I definitely fucked something okay. up here. Mm-hmm. Next day, a radiologist calls and he was like, um, when they were like, oh yeah, like uh, we don't believe that it's a fracture, and I was like, oh fuck. Oh. But then I was like, but then I remember saying like she got a second opinion. And I was like, I got a yeah. second opinion go to an actual foot and ankle doctor get an MRI uh, ordered flash forward mm-hmm. a couple more days uh, MRI comes back and I tore two ligaments in my ankle um, there are three ligaments in your ankle the third one only gets torn if like it's a almost like entirely severe injury mm-hmm. so like I guess thankfully it wasn't that severe <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, usually if you tear the one you usually tear the second one as well mm-hmm. or partially tear the second one um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. I it's been two weeks. I can still not really put any pressure. When I went to the urgent care, they gave me uh, crutches, which was helpful, nice. um, and a splint. Uh, so I've had that on. I also had my walking boot for my previous injury this summer, um, which is actually the walking boot was actually pretty expensive. So I'm glad that not glad, but it gets as good. I'm getting yeah, more, yeah. Use <laughs> more use of it. Wait, is this yeah. same foot? Yeah, it's the same foot. Um, oh, it's no. the point where like my, I got the I got the MRI and. Uh, um, Got the MRI and like got the results like immediately, but they won't. I don't know. Like, sorry, I got the scan immediately, but not the results because they they mm. won't like tell mm-hmm. me what it is. But the doctor's appointment was like, the next week, so like my mom's like, okay, send it to the family doctor. Like, All right. Um, so I sent it to my uncle, and he was like, uh, yeah, it looks like it's probably a ligament tear, or, like a sprain or tear, but I can't actually tell um, from the images. But he's like, oh yeah, I also noticed like some uh, inflammation on your heel, and I was like, fuck, that's great. <laughs> so my right heel is still not fully healed, but I don't really feel anything anymore. So I'm hoping that's in the past. But yeah, I, uh, so yeah, I found this out last week. Um, I'm going to be coming home, but most likely have to get surgery. Uh, I'm going to get a second opinion when I come back to Virginia, but mm-hmm. 
uh, seems like we're inching towards surgery because uh, the conservative approach that they said was like it's a possibility and it would probably be the same amount of recovery time. But mm. um, at the same point, like it's possible of me like making it worse in the future or like giving me yeah. like arthritis or some shit that they said. And they said, right. since you're still young, surgery is probably a better option. Um, I don't know. Surgery kind of scares me. So I'm trying to think about it mm. too much. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, we'll see what the second opinion is. I'm hoping that recovery is not too long, but it looks like I'll be on the East Coast for a lengthy amount of time uh, moving uh, on onwards. So uh, yeah, kind of blows, but I'm not trying to be too down about it. I mean, selfishly, it's great to have you home for the holidays, but uh, <laughs> not in this circumstance. Yeah, I think honestly, I think I'll be like come Christmas time. I'll probably be hopefully I'll at least be like two weeks after my surgery. So I don't know what I'll be by then. But so I guess we can say that Giannis' shoes are canceled. Oh yeah, I did. That's actually yeah, a good point. I the week before that, the weekend before that, I had to get new shoes because my Kyrie's of four years had uh, finally given up on me. There was like a hole. Um, Honestly, I, didn't even, I think the hole was there for like a week and I didn't even notice. And then like I was playing basketball that next week and I was like, damn, why can, like, why my foot's got a cold. I was like, no, I was like, I was like why is my left toe like really like touching the ground? <laughs> and then I literally looked at my shoe oh. like, oh, I'm actually touching the ground. Oh my, <laughs> like my whole, God. My whole left, so my whole bad. left, um, I should know about my right, my right toe uh, was, my right foot, my right toe, my my right toe, yeah. Sorry. Your left toe, your right foot. Your <laughs> right toe. <laughs> I think like, that's like, how they, they say big toe, bro. Um... <laughs> yeah so then i so anyway yeah, i had to get new shoes so then i went to the outlet and i got um i was thinking it was like a good shoe but still like not too expensive because i was gonna get like indoor shoes later because it was coming cold so i was like oh, i'll get a gym membership okay cool now i'm feeling fucking stupid thinking about that but anyway um i found the yonces were on a really good deal i was deciding between yonces and uh spider yeah spider yeah fuck holy oh. shit um yeah, Donovan Mitchell on the Cavs. Uh, he has also his shoes with with Adidas. Um, but the Giannis's were cheaper, and I was like, oh, so Nike had some clothes I wanted to get. It was all a good deal. I actually got like I probably saved like seventy dollars that day or something, which is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so I got the Giannis shoes, and then that that week after I got it, that Monday I actually tweaked my left ankle, but like it didn't hurt that much. So I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe because I'm getting used to the shoes. Mm. And then that Wednesday after we recorded the podcast, I played, and um, like within ten minutes, I. <laughs> <laughs> I got injured to the point where like I smashed my right knee into the pavement and that oh knee my like, God, dude. that knee's still hurting to this day actually so like uh, my right foot's just fucked my right leg and f- dude foot you should have just got a whole like MRI your yeah. whole right side dude I was thinking of getting my right knee scan but I think the, the, the swelling's gone down but it's pretty bad for a while but it still kind of hurts dude. so yeah I don't know if I'll wear the yarn issues again maybe I should retire them a one week stint <laughs> <laughs> How do you how do you fall so much, bro? Or just I just know strength, man. I don't know. Not that I don't have much balance either. I think it's strength and balance that I lack. Mm. I also don't really. I feel like I push myself too hard when I play basketball. I don't really take care of my body. Um, I don't really think before I do stuff. Sometimes this dude, uh, like, like Trin, you can like walk into a gym, right? Just like get a basketball. Like you don't you don't think Haran's like even in the building. You, like, go up to take a layup. This dude would fucking jump down from the rafters and, like, pin your shit on the backboard. <laughs> like, this dude just, like, appears out of nowhere. He's, like, a... He's, like, a... He's, like, a... Slenderman, bro. Oh, okay. Slenderman. <laughs> <laughs> um, MB. That's why Horsha never lets me block his shots. This guy gets it up before I get a chance. All in all, shit. Shitty experience. So. Yeah. 
But yeah, I am. I mean, it'll be nice to actually. Well, yeah. So the last two weeks, like, just my roommate's been really helpful. So shout out to him. Um, but like, just yeah, just trying to navigate by myself here has been kind of tough. Uh, so it, mm. I guess it will be nice going back home. But now I'm thinking about it. I don't know how I'm gonna get up to the stairs at home. We'll figure that out. Uh, cause there's quite a few stairs to get to my room upstairs. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I know a guy. I'm only 20 minutes away. <laughs> well, you can fucking come over when I go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'll, I'll drive. I'll fucking Uber from work in the middle of the day to fucking <laughs> bring me food. Me upstairs. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I think uh, we all are hoping that everything goes as smoothly as it can. Obviously, it's a unfortunate situation, but uh, oh, I wanted one one last point. Oh God, no, not that crazy. Uh, I kind of just realized, I was like thinking back, you know, I was doing a lot of self-reflecting while I've been sitting in my bed for like almost every day. Um, I was thinking back to like previous Octobers and I've just, real. I've come to the, come to terms that October is my worst month this ever because it was also like a, a brief history. Uh, nine years ago, uh, at the beginning of October, I... Nine years ago? Nine years ago? That's got a decade of Octobers. It's not that many. It's not that many uh, things. But nine years ago, uh, October, I uh, I partially tore my LCL in my uh, right knee. Oh, which right? Um, foot-related stuff. Okay. Still um, right knee? Fuck. And then... Uh, what happened? I think four years ago, uh, I lost a lot of shit that day. I think I lost my car stopped. My car didn't work when I was going to UVA. It wouldn't start. I lost my wallet or something. I lost like a card. I lost my keys. I lost some other stuff as well. You know, just totaling it up. Uh, I also think, like, I think when I got my injury with playing soccer, it was also in October when I got a cast on my right. Uh, cause I fractured, I like fractured my, um, something in my my forearm uh from playing soccer this is like probably like 15 years ago now oh my more, like 20 God, years dude. jesus um, christ 20 years ago what the fuck you were five <laughs> 20, <yeah. laughs> I was like, that's literally a score that's a score i was like 16 i was like 16 years ago 16 years ago so no, 16 years ago or so you were 16? I, was like, I was like in third grade i was in third grade so i think it was 16 years ago <laughs> bro all, all is to say October is a chalked month. I think you have to start hibernating in October. Yeah. <laughs> like, just sleep just, the whole month so that your body's ready for the rest of the 11 months. It's because yeah. your half birthday's in October, man. <laughs> you just got to stay home that, those, around that time. From here on, so that you don't... Uh, yeah, because he could definitely do it retroactively. No, no. <laughs> I'm saying you should now think about all the good things that have happened to you in October. And I'm sure there's more good Octobers than bad. It's just because there's more injuries that you've had in October. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I guess I could. <laughs> think about I'm, how much candy you've had, bro. All those millions of... Yeah, but I think that that's November at that point. Nah. You told me you're not eating candy. Let's shut up. Staying within the lines of things you've been doing since you've been uh, bedridden, more or less, is uh, you've been playing this new Spider-Man game, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have as well. I don't know why I'm introducing this. You're the only one in the world who's done this. But uh, it came out, what, just around that time? Like, maybe like a few days before that? Maybe a few days after that? I th- um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I want to anyway. say it came out like the weekend before my injury. Yeah, something like that. Or, yeah. yeah, maybe. So uh, we'll, we'll keep it spoiler-free. But this is the second game 
it doesn't follow the movies. Yeah, it's kind of like its own. Really, it kind of came, it kind, kind of does, its own it kind of story from like the comics, the movies. Yeah, people love the first one to death because it's like an open world game where you can be Spider Man, you can just like swing around New York City, do all this stuff, blah blah blah. I, I won't say too much more, but I think it's a really it's a really fun game. It's a little shorter than I wanted it to hmm. be, but uh, I thought it was a it's a great story. Well, I mean, not a great storyline, but it's an enjoyable storyline. I don't know. I I did everything in the game that you could do, so it didn't take me that long. Uh, but it, it was it was really cool just to like experience, you know, because I didn't play the first one. I I knew about it, but uh, yeah, it was, it was cool, man. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not a big superhero guy guy, uh, but yeah, I thought it was a good use of my. Seventy three dollars. Even even the first one was pretty short. I was like, "Damn, I wish there was more here." Uh, But I will be purchasing at a later date. I thought the first one. Oh, so uh, yeah. So I'll give more context. Second game I got for it's like Christian said as well. Like I didn't. I I think I'd seen videos about the first one, but I never actually played it or watched Mm -hmm. a playthrough really. Um, So I kind of went into the second one like not really knowing too much about what happened in the first game. Um, but still, like, I knew a good amount about Spider-Man just from, like, movies, because, like, Spider-Man's probably one of my favorite superheroes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah, like, Christian said, I think this... I will, so then after that, I, I played the first game with my roommate. My roommate played more than I did, but I kind of just, like, sat and watched while he played through the, the story mode. Um, and I feel like the first game has maybe a better overall story, a more, like, emotional story. But I still mm-hmm. think the second game has a lot of good things as well. I think, like... The swinging is improved. I think the graphics look better, I guess, which is to be expected. Um, like the city itself just looks a lot better in the second game than the first game. Mm. Um, yeah, it's still an interesting storyline in general. I think, I feel like for us, like, we only really play like a select few games. At least, like, I mean, I mean, we should play some games too. I don't know. But um, I'm glad mm-hmm. that we, like, I guess, I expanded out my horizons by playing this game. Um, and I think Insomniac's going to be developing like more superior games like Wolverine, I think, is on their next list. Mm-hmm. So excited to see what they do with that. But yeah, all in all, good experience. I thought it was really cool because like obviously Spider-Man's set in New York, but like a lot of games that like are set in like places, they don't try and like mimic those places. But like this is like it's trying to be New York, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. got like all the little neighborhoods like named and everything and like you know, you can go to Tarun's apartment if you want, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. I don't know. That kind of stuff, I think, is, like, pretty interesting. No, like, it's pretty I, dope, yeah. You can see you have all the landmarks, too, that they have as well. Yeah. Like, uh, like it's not just, like, the cities are named, like, the towns and boroughs are named. Like, they actually have, like, landmarks that you can go look at and, like, mm. just be Spider-Man at those landmarks. It's kind of sick. Yeah. yeah. It is pretty weird, I will say, after living in New York to, like, like, I'll just watch whatever tv shows or movies now and i'll notice obviously the ones that are in new york and i'll be like wow i've walked there like mm-hmm. and all these like whatever these great scenes and stuff There was even a time like a couple like maybe two three weeks ago where i was just walking it was like maybe like eight o'clock or something like that after my dinner and i came to this intersection and the whole intersection was like kind of blocked off people were walking out along the sides mm-hmm. and then in the middle they had these like two actors acting something on uh, one side, they, they had, like, a light, like, 40 feet in the air, like, a pink light. And then the, on the other side, they had, like, a blue light. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't know, it was, like, a commercial or, like, some movie scene or whatever. Kind of looks like your room right now. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it was just it was just crazy to see that, like, 
like what do they call it? Like the fourth wall or whatever, breaking the yeah. fourth wall or whatever. And then I don't know what that is, but I could technically potentially be like in the background walking, you know, for that. Um, then so. you call them and get your money, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, I'm the best damn extra you've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty dope. That's how I felt doing the bear. <laughs> are you gonna eat there at the bear the beef bear what yeah. dude the hell of a show is based in chicago man yeah hmm? what, what chicago shows? pd chicago fire oh yeah yeah shameless shameless well not anymore but yeah where's suits is that new york they film in it's toronto to but it's in it's in new york I think I don't know. Okay, like I said, the show that I just named, I have no idea if it's actually filmed in Chicago. They might just film it in LA or some shit. Uh, but, you know. Wait, so Suits is supposed to be in New York? Yeah, Suits is a New York yeah. show, but they, they film it in like in Toronto, I think. Why don't they just say it's in Toronto then? Is that just not as much appeal for people or something? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Damn, that's. <laughs> Does it hit the same when you say like a, a when you say law firm law firm in like in Toronto? I guess like for to American crowd, everyone's gonna be like Toronto. What the fuck? Yeah, but I, I mean. I ain't watch Suits, so I don't really give a shit about this. But I imagine if they're talking about like legal shit, it's probably different in like Canada than like the U.S. So if they want to like, stick to that, mm, that's, that's a great point, yeah, Christian. Yeah, that's fair. That actually makes suits. a lot more sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shitty, <laughs> fucking shitty, <laughs> shitty show. It's getting big again, man. I hate DJ. Shout out Netflix. Well, I'm glad everybody got to chime in with their favorite <laughs> and <laughs> favorite shows. Um, why don't we go to the ad before we? move on to our next topic all right guys welcome back from the ad uh not only do we take ads to just interrupt you know our rambling but also to try and make a segue between some topics that don't deserve to be next to each other uh what we want to acknowledge now is uh what's currently going on uh in the middle east which is the ongoing uh terror attacks war whatever ways you want to describe it between Israel and Palestine. Uh, there's a lot that has happened over the last, I would say, like month or so that we are definitely not in a position to talk about, honestly. But we felt as though, first of all, it doesn't look great. There's been a month that we haven't said anything. I mean, to be fair, this has been an ongoing conflict for yeah. almost well, 100, years, more than 100 years. Well, yeah. for that the the yeah part of it is that but also like the initial like attacks that started this newer conflict about a month ago again part of us not talking about it is like we're not sure what to say well we know where we stand we don't know exactly uh some of the details about how to describe because we're not familiar with this sort of thing but also uh, we record episodes in kind of bursts, so this came at a time when uh, we weren't really in a, in a recording time frame. So, not an yeah. excuse, just explanation. I'm sure if you don't know, there are much better places to get information about what's actually going on than us. So I will not. We should give like a general and, bracket to like what. what yeah, I, I, we can describe it as. In, in our own ways, but definitely do more research yeah, if you don't yeah, know what this yeah. is because coming from us is not a good source of, uh, well, anything. Um, so there's what it boils down to is there's a conflict between Palestine and Israel. Uh, Hamas is 
the main aggressor, I would say, from Palestine. Uh, and then the Israeli government is pretty much in charge of what's going on on their side. There's a lot of propaganda, which I've noticed in this conflict, even to the level of the conflict in Russia and Ukraine, like that level from like the Russian government trying to be like, oh, nothing, nothing's happening, blah, 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 where uh, the Israeli government is really trying to paint the picture as though they're the victims, which I believe that the Israeli people are victims in this situation. I do not. But their government is definitely uh, making a lot of heinous actions and such. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's it's tough because, like, in the history, both groups had what, like, so-called right to the land in terms of point, like, where their people dominated that region for a while, right? Like, Israel started, mm-hmm. the Israelites started there, and then the Palestinians came later. And then they were pretty much there for a long time, Um until after like the Holocaust and everything that came from that, the the Jews needed to find somewhere to live, and then they kind of uh, I don't want to say forced, but they they found their way back to the the area and to where they're living, they're coexisting. But I think I guess the leaders of the, of the Israel group kind of made way for the Palestinians to get out of the the area, and then Israel was formed, and uh, so now the Palestinians are trying to reclaim their land but then it's like who has mm-hmm. the right to the land and that's like i guess that's like the fundamental argument right like who has the right to the land yeah um and it's kind of hard from i feel i just feel for everyone that <laughs> is involved in that region because like it's it's hard to solve that in a in a, yeah. a just way and i guess that's what we're seeing now with what's boiling out over there well re- religious battles are like as old as time itself you know yeah, but um, it's not even like a full religious battle. Too, no, right? it isn't. But when you yeah. talk about like Jerusalem, right? Yeah. And it's like split, like not just between um, Muslims and, and the Jewish people, but also Christianity. Christians. Like it's yeah. all split between those three sectors of people all thinking that they have some sort of right to that city and like different, you know. I do not know enough about Israeli culture in, in that area to speak well upon uh, the background of everything, but we can all uh, safely say that uh, we feel as though all the people are being, you know, attacked. The it's on, when when these sorts of things happen, right? These sorts of things happen. Uh, it, it is the people of the land that suffer, right? Yeah. So it is, it is the Israeli people that are suffering. The Palestinian people, one hundred percent, are suffering. Um, and from my understanding of the situation is that Hamas, which is this group, um, is not extremely representative of the Palestinian people. Now, the same can be said for the Israeli government, who are going on the attack and threatening with like nuclear war and all this kind of stuff uh, about the Israeli people as well. I mean, I think I can speak to a little bit because like, I'm from Sri Lanka and a similar kind of conflict there that's more rooted in i guess also religion where the um, sinhalese were buddhist and Tamil, who i am um they've been they were fighting for a long time um and then like a terrorist group of sorts of, from the called the Tamil tigers uh started attacking back and then what came after that was in, like a very devastating genocide against the Tamil people in sri lanka so like like kind of like this where like the Tamil tigers were a minority of the 
the dumb people in the area, but they're the ones that try to take matters into their own hand in terms of fighting back and trying to reclaim their land. Um, and people that lost were just the dumb, innocent dumb old families and uh, people that were just living in the area that got uh, decimated. Or like, I think the conflicts like this, it's kind of hard to have, like, say, like, I don't think either side is really in the right. But like you said, you just feel for all the people that are being affected by it that really didn't did their best to try to like stay out of it and try to continue their lives. Um, yeah, I think the endlessness, so especially of the the Palestinian children that are just being that yeah. are suffering from this, is is what really getting to me. It's really bothering me, at least. Um, and it's like every day you just see a new death toll go up, and. I mean, I guess like it shouldn't matter what kind of person, like even old or young, but it's just like mm-hmm. you see Palestinian children like have their own death toll, and they're just fucking like mind-boggling to me. Um, yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I didn't explain necessarily well is that uh, because it is the Israeli government that is doing these attacks, they have such a larger access to resources than this group Hamas. Um, and so they're, from my understanding, just kind of like ignoring the Geneva Convention and just like being extreme, like committing war crimes and like cutting off access to resources that are necessary for people to live. Going along those lines, like using more context, like the Palestinian people, like after like Israel, kind of like the, the Jewish people in Israel kind of got like their power back, they essentially forced the Palestinians into two locations for the West Bank mm-hmm. and the Gaza Strip. And like, I think the Gaza Strip is probably like the most densely populated area in the world. So like, like Christian was saying, like these, these people already like are, and like the, the, the Gaza Strip, the Gaza Strip's already like had a good, I think it has like a blockade around the whole area anyway, before, before the attack mm-hmm. even started. So like, mm-hmm. these people already like probably like, uh, lacked, lacked resources from the beginning. So like, it's an unfair fight in terms of like, if you go on like, pound for pound right so it's just i guess i don't i I mean this might be more theoretical question i don't know if you guys know but like i don't really know what hamas was expecting to happen when they kind of like came back with more firepower like i feel like it was pretty obvious what was going to happen right i guess maybe they were expecting or hoping that some of the world power to come to their aid and i guess that's but not to what they i mean like we've seen like nothing's really changed in terms of the losses is on their side so yeah i guess i don't really know what the game plan was i mean it's tough for me because like growing up i think i heard like hamas like once or twice like maybe like maybe like in the last like five to seven eight years mm-hmm. or something like really rarely but the connotation with like hamas was like the same as it was with like isis or like al-qaeda like that like growing up like that's just like i don't know it could just be like the american perspective or, or whatever Right. Not to say that they're still not doing terrible things right now. Another thing that I've seen is like how we're talking about these are the people like of Israel that are suffering or whatever. Um, and Jewish people. I've seen like a lot of like counter Semitism. Uh, like in the US, at least um, in other places in the world where like. People are going after a lot of Jewish people people just for being Jewish while Israel is doing these, like committing these war crimes and doing all these other things, which I think is fair to say that that is also not a right response to have, right. Is to, is to blame these people who just happen to be either from the region or religion, because 
being Jewish is both a background and a just like the, after the nine eleven attacks and how um, Muslims were yeah. persecuted around the world, um, even though they yeah. attached to so. I mean, like we said from the outset, like we don't have any answers to this. This is just kind of like how we were seeing things. Like we're kind of just trying to have like open discussion about this type of thing. Uh, but yeah, I, I also I don't know the answer to your question. Like I I, I don't, you know, as uh, as radical as I may be, sometimes I do not know what goes through the mind of a terrorist organization. <laughs> yeah. So I am sorry that I can't I mean, answer like, your question. I also, I think to a certain point, I, I also kind of agree that like, you can't just sit in silence while you see your area kind of just being taken away from you slowly. But so, no, and so I mean, then it's like, sure. what's the right way of going about it? And definitely what we're seeing right now is not the right way, but for some yeah. conflict that's gone on for like, I think what is 1950s or something like, and it still hasn't yeah. really been solved. Um, I don't know if there is a right way, which is a sad thing to say, but that's, I will huh? say that when I was in Morocco, first of all, I almost didn't go to Morocco because uh the well first of all because of the earthquakes that happened there but secondly i almost didn't go the week before as well because this is when a lot of this started a lot of the violence started to happen Mm -hmm. um and my second or third day in morocco which for those of you don't know morocco is is an arab country um i believe it was i don't remember i think it was hamas called for like every arab country to like basically like resort to violence violent protesters or something along those lines i don't want to like create some sort of hysteria but something along those lines and i was like oh shit like this is this is an avoidable situation and like i don't know if you guys do this when you travel but i signed up for like the i don't know it's like the governmental alert system or something basically they just tell you like some shit goes down to, just so that they know like when you're out of the country especially like when you're not in Europe or like Mexico the government's like oh what the fuck are you doing um and they sent out a thing like my second to last day they're like oh there's gonna be like widespread protests like in the city or in like mm-hmm. or at least they're they're threatening it and I was like oh shit anyway this, that's part of what I was gonna say the other thing is that a lot of the people that we were supposed to meet with from the Middle East did not wind up coming because of you know, safe travel risks and everything. But the few that I, I was able to speak to, uh, I heard a lot of like varying stuff. I talked to a lot of people from Lebanon and like Jordan, um, which is a very close to that area of the world. Um, and the, the guy from Lebanon was kind of crazy, but uh, he was like, oh, don't worry about it. Like this happens all the time in the Middle East. Like it's not a big deal. <laughs> And it's just such a sad thing when you think about again, it. <laughs> and I was like, damn, bro. To be like so desensitized to something like things yeah. like this just because of how... I'm sure he's seen a lot of shit in his lifetime, for sure. Yeah. And I was like, damn, bro. That's that's a crazy... But again, this was like at the outset of this, so I think things have escalated a lot since like we had this conversation. Right. Um, but I was like, shit, really? Um, and even this morning, like... Uh, like my company's trying to like figure out how to handle all this stuff because not not only is like are we dealing with a lot of like people like just like value of life and everything right but the Middle East is very resource rich and Iran is trying to figure out their way to get involved um, and so this may expand into something more regional than just a conflict between two nation nation states. Um, so it is a very scary time. 
uh, I will say that now having lived near DC for a year, I've heard more helicopters and planes in the last month than I have in the like six months prior. I believe that to be just a coincidence, uh, but I am noticing it more and I, I don't know. It's probably just a subconscious thing that I'm like atoning it to that, but I was like, oh man, it's, uh, it is a very sad and unfortunate world we live in. Can I make one last point that I found? So I was I was watching on I was on TikTok and I saw a bunch of Ben Shapiro clips because um, he was challenging um, like college students from like different universities to like just have a conversation about what's going on. Uh, Shapiro's also a very aggressive person, so like yeah. Anyway, um, there was one point that he made that actually like it kind of made me think as well. So basically, one of the students were brought up that. Um, like I mentioned before, the Palestinians were forced out of their land in a way, um, and like they kind of found themselves in like like in Egypt and Lebanon, and countries pretty much surrounding the area. Um, and I think I don't know when exactly this happened, but there was a movement for like like a march, I guess, like, uh, so for some Palestinians to come back to to the to, to Palestine. Um, and I'm pretty sure, like, I think the Israel government essentially like shot down a lot of them or like put it into it, and they killed mm. a lot of people. So a student brought this up to Ben Shapiro and then Ben Shapiro pretty much responded by saying, um, so like he's saying like in a hypothetical situation, like if, um, if anyone like, like pretty much he asked like if, if you live in a country and like a different group that once lived in that country, try to come back and just, would you just let them like walk through your sovereign state and just take their land back without like any fight? And then like, I was just like, I feel like he has a point to, in a way, right? Like, but then, like, you won't kill them, right? But, like, what do you do to them? So, like, say, for, say, like, say the Native Americans, like, all group together and, like, we're taking this land back. Like, what would the American government do? I have no idea. Like, they wouldn't kill them because, like, they, I feel like we have, I hope to say that we, our, our leaders of this country have more morals than just shoot down every <laughs> Native American that tries to do that. But, like, what do you do? You put him back in the reservation? Like, I don't... It, it, it depends on, like, it, it's, it's a whole, like, political power thing, right? Like... Like the Native Americans, because we've like shat on them for so long, like they have no say in what goes on in this country. Yeah. Like they have no power. Yeah. Like they, th- we try to like make them think that, oh, we gave you like these reservations. And so like, that's good enough, right? You're still owning like a part of your land, even though it's probably like 0.0001% of like all the, the land that they used yeah. to have. Um, so it's just maybe I, I think, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. Like I, I was, I couldn't come up with anything. Like I I didn't know. Uh, ownership of land is just so crazy because we all live on the earth, right? Like I know that's a very fucking blanket statement to make, right? Like it should well, be to say what we so own, difficult. Honestly, that it's not, it shouldn't be so difficult to coexist when like there's nothing. There's just a border, but the border literally just doesn't do anything other than have like political power. Yeah. Like it is the same like dirt and soil like on one side of the wall and then on the other side directly. Like I don't know. It's a very that concept has always been hard for me to grasp the the power struggle of like land. Yeah. But I'm white, so I guess it <laughs> doesn't matter. On a personal level, my I had family in uh, Israel at the time when this was like starting. Russia. Um they went there for a wedding and they had to frantically leave like i think like the second first or second weekend of october mm-hmm. but yeah 
it's kind of scary because like some of those things like you just see in the news and it's like oh yeah but then you think about oh i have family there then you just like care about it a little more which is like pretty shitty i think we all should care about this this is terrible and i actually don't understand what goes on in these like government's heads like oh let me just bomb these schools and like these places and like kill these as you said children or just people in general like senselessly and trap them in a corner where they can't even leave mm-hmm. like, what are you accomplishing you know like you're i bet you're just being I a bet submission most, at least most of the people I yeah I, I mean the government is supposed to be like supporting like the people that vote or whatever like depending mm-hmm. on the type of government you have but like i'm sure those people like don't want you to do this either you know yeah <laughs> like, yeah um yeah it's stupid i mean kind of goes back to like there's somebody here okay. in chicago i was saying they can't just take this back to like i guess it was before our lifetime but like how u.s would just willy-nilly just go into wars and just be like oh we're gonna take this on we're gonna take this on and then like pure like more than half the nation's yeah. like let's not do this <laughs> especially like, vietnam war like, yeah, there's a lot of blowback fun. but like there's like we're making the choice for uh, for your, your people for your sake. And we're like, we didn't ask you for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's this uh, kid in Chicago, this Palestinian kid in Chicago who was like six years old and he was like stabbed to death here like during like the last in the last one just by like some um, some dude. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I would urge you, everybody uh, to do everything you can whether it be like financial means um, spreading the knowledge of what's going on i would hope that everybody is aware at this point but if you're not please uh find somebody better than us to tell you like what's going on um there are protests across the country trying to raise awareness and call on the government to cease funding uh places like israel um there was one in dc this past weekend which uh i will admit i thought was next weekend and i was gonna go to it but um I feel very stupid after I saw all the pictures of it afterwards. Um, but please do whatever you can. Uh, there's, like Haran said, thousands of children dying and tens of thousands of other people like just needlessly dying in this conflict. So we thought it was just important to take some time and just kind of say our piece on it, even though like what we say doesn't matter, but it would probably be a lot worse if we said nothing throughout this entire thing. So there's no way we can rightfully move on. We will not take another ad, but uh, we just want to, you know, keep things moving along. Um, And why don't we go to another part of the world? Uh, Aruba, our boy Tarun, uh, which I named Taruba. He recently went on a little, little family trip to Aruba. So uh, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, so I went to Aruba um, with my brother, sister-in-law, and my sister-in-law's sister and her brother-in-law. <laughs> uh, I noticed, like, every time I told people, like, who I was going with, oh. I had to say that whole thing. And I was like, this is so many words to describe who I went with. But that's the only way. I don't know if there's, if there's any other more efficient way to describe it. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, wait, it's, it's all your... You want your sister sister in law's brother's sister in law's sister's brother in law? What? Wait, sorry. What did you what say? Did you say? <laughs> did you say? <laughs> I said no. my sister in law's sister sis brother in law. And my sister in law's sister. Wait, why did you say your sister sister in law's sister and her husband? You could just said that, right? Wouldn't that be easier? 
No. He thinks about himself. Yeah. You could say, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, yeah. Regardless. Um, wait, 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 I'll do it better. Okay. You went to Ruba with your brother, your yeah. sister-in-law, her sister, and her husband. Yeah, mm. that, that is fair. Although, like, I, I said that when I was... Just, this is getting really lengthy for no reason. I'm just going to go with it. Good job, Haran. Yeah, this is the first time in a long time that I went on a uh, vacation with basically like family members. Um, and it was definitely a different vibe than what I'm used to. Uh, obviously, like, when we went to Cabo and whatnot, there was a lot of alcohol, a lot of late nights, which was fun in its own right. This one was more so like relax relaxation geared and the fact that most of these people that i was with um were almost 30 plus you know you know it's, it's a different type of vibe not saying yeah. it's bad and in fact i actually really enjoyed it because for the first time i felt like you know we we're going to sleep at like 10 o'clock i woke up at like 7 and i was like refreshed mm. and ready to start my day and we'd go down and in time for this, morning like, yoga no um, oh. <laughs> although that was an option, but I didn't do that. But regardless, we'd like wake up, go to this like Dutch pancake house, which was so fucking good. Um, wow. Went there like twice, uh, two, three times. Yeah, it was just, oh man, it was, it was beautiful. Um, they give you like these little mini pancakes that were like, not pancakes necessarily, they're more like uh, kind of like fluffy, uh, man, what would you call it? Like the cupcake? No, they're, they're like the shape of pancakes, but they're a bit more like bulbous. Um, and they're fluffier and lighter. Um, and they put powdered sugar on it and then you can get it with like fruit and Nutella and like whatever else. Um, and they also had crepes there, which they called Dutch pancakes, um, which were also very banging. Regardless, it was a different vibe. Definitely something that I needed. I feel like the last couple of months have been just like really busy, uh, for me personally, in terms of like other travel in New York and work in school has also been crazy. So it was really good to kind of like um you know just uh what's the word disassociate disassociate decompress that both those yes um although i did find myself in many situations like not knowing in a way how to relax because i had so much to do when i got back as well um but i think i was kind of like practicing my mindfulness in that way so it was it was a good place to do that regardless aruba is an amazing place it's a very small island um, everyone there was really fucking nice. Um, and I had one of the, I think, craziest experiences I've ever had in my life. Um, I would say this is on par with some of our, our ATV tour in Cabo, but, uh, basically, uh, my sister-in-law booked this excursion called sea bobbing, which it's kind of hard to describe exactly what it is. I would urge you guys to look up a picture but essentially, it's like a like an underwater, like motorcycle kind of jet ski type vibe. And you basically like hold on. And there's two triggers, and it's like a jet that just propels you through the water. And if you push down on it and like obviously hold your breath, you're gonna dive through the water. Um, so first, the instructor takes us to like this turtle reef where we're literally diving with turtles. I'm like within arm's reach of turtles. Um, and then we go a little bit further and, and he's like, hey, I'm going to take you to like a cool place. And we go like two miles out. Um, and I don't know if this is just 
a fact with Aruba or if I just if we just went on a calm day. But the water was just as calm two miles out as it was on the beach, which was pretty insane. Um, and the water was also like 85 degrees, like the warmest water mm. I've ever been in my life. It was pretty nuts. Yeah. Anyway, we get like two miles out and this guy's like, okay, now like dive and look down below you. And there's a German like World War II boat, like a shipwreck just underneath us, like all rusted and everything. And I was like, holy shit. Um, because it's hard to describe like the scale of the difference between like, like how small I felt in comparison to this boat that was just essentially like beached in the sandbar or whatever below. But it was like so, so crazy. Um, I didn't get to like, obviously like dive like through it or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I would dive. I think we do like maybe like 10 feet deep at, at the max and just, I don't know, doing that. It, it made me feel like I was in a documentary or I was in like a movie or like, especially with this jetpack thing. I felt like I was James Bond in a way too. Um, just, Really like a fucking nuts experience. That was probably the highlight of everything. I'm so glad I got to do that. Mm. Uh, one thing that was interesting that I feel like I should call out because maybe you guys don't know, but basically... Wait, how do you breathe when you're doing the sea bottom? You hold your breath. Oh, okay. I actually found that I could hold my breath like a lot longer than I thought. But also like this jetpack thing, like you'll you'll like go like if you need to get up like it's also buoyant it's not just like a jet so like if you're if you aim upwards like towards like the water obviously um you'll you'll just kind of go back up anyway yeah like before we actually like got these machines and like started like practicing with them in like the shallow water at the beach um this guy gave us all of our goggles um and inside the goggles there's a bunch of like white like lotion type shit right and i was like Oh, I was like, ew, did these fuckers, like, not clean the previous uh, dude's, like, sunscreen or whatever? I was like, this is nasty. And I was, like, holding it with, like, my fingertips because I was like, I don't want to touch this. Um, and then he, like, starts the presentation and tells us how to use the the, the C-bobs or whatever. And then I'm still like, what the fuck is in this, like, uh, go- in these goggles, bro? And at the end, he finally uh, says that they put hella Colgate toothpaste in all of the goggles because if you leave it on there for a while and then you like uh, rinse it out once you're in the water, the glasses don't fog up or the goggles don't Ooh. fog up. And I was like, I oh, that, yeah. that's, I was like, that's actually crazy. And they didn't, they didn't fog up at all. I was actually really worried because I have glasses right now on contact. So I was like, damn, am I not going to be able to see? And to be fair, I, 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 like I, I didn't really see, but everything was so big, like at least in terms of the ship too, that like I was still able to understand what the fuck was going on. And then the C-Bot thing just had, like, three modes, like, slow, fast, faster. So, um, yeah, that was pretty easy. Yeah, those were really the highlights. It was a great trip. Um, we should all go just to go C-Bobbing because that was so crazy. Yeah. What kind of kind of aquatic wildlife were there? Like, the kind of fishes you see or, like, you know, sharks or dolphins? You, know, you find Nemo? What was around uh, there? There was hella colorful fish. Um, all around the island, there was like a lot of different colorful birds, like yellow birds or red birds or green birds. And then there's also like uh, green, blue iguanas, really, really big. Um, another thing, I completely forgot to mention this, but we stayed at this resort and this resort, like I guess like owned or like remade like a neighboring island that was like basically like a 10 minute uh, shuttle boat away. 
we go to this island and there's like flamingos walking around. Turns out they mm. had imported flamingos for the island. Oh. Yes. Uh, so like they, they had like a restaurant and bar and like beach cabanas and whatever you could just chill. But in between, there's just like fucking flamingos and iguanas walking around, and you can feed them. So I fed it. I fed a flamingo. We kind of felt like the flamingos were racist because they were generally really nice with the white people, but they were like pecking our shit with the, uh, you know, when when I was feeding, we trying to feed them, mm. uh, and so flamingos don't like brown people. Uh, <laughs> that was also crazy though. I feel like I never see. I mean, like see Harsha. Like Harsha goes to the fucking zoo like every what every couple of weeks so he probably used to see like different types of wildlife and whatnot i never do that so it was interesting to see flamingos for the first time i don't think i told you guys when i was in morocco there was a, a peacock outside of my uh hotel room one of the mornings oh shit just like was it did it did it uh no cock whatever that's the question. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened in the rest of the morning for it, but while, while it was did there it in front cock? of me, uh, no, it was like all contained. What else I know are you what supposed you to call it, dude? When it, when it, you know, when it, uh, when it cocks. Yeah, when it cocks. Come on. No, it was just peed uh, when I saw it. <laughs> Uh, remember you used to watch those like good mythical morning shows and they're like yeah. oh does this sandwich or does this thing or whatever it's yeah. like does this cock <laughs> <laughs> it was not it wasn't it was wildness but yeah right. whatever will this cock will this cock <laughs> or will this cock yeah that's just a question <laughs> i think they do do a penis episode uh like they like different types of penis like bull penis and whatnot uh. <laughs> Christian never has that reaction when you talk about human penis. No, not November. Uh, yeah, sounds like uh, Aruba is a is a new place to go. Uh, we can all put it on our bucket list. Uh, nice little where you know, for those of us ge- geographically challenged. Where is Aruba? Aruba is if you go straight below like the east coast like new york if you go straight down <laughs> right above like south america kind of caribbean okay 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 good to know good to know yeah. definitely was asking for myself it was great brother the flight was only like four hours non-stop from new york and i was like this is hmm. amazing <laughs> like that's, that's nice, crazy that's nice. we just got a few more a few more little uh experiences to highlight on um i think last uh, last week's episode with Suraj, I talked about how I invited Jackie and Remy to go with me to do something the same morning as their party, and I felt obligated uh, to, you know, either do both or neither. Um, I invited them to go watch a soccer game in DC because I don't know they've been to a couple of soccer games, or we've all been to soccer games together. And I'm saying I brought them; we all decided to go together uh, in DC uh, to see some DC United matches. Uh, and I know Remy's like super into soccer and Jackie likes soccer enough to like, you know, watch it. Um, but we can all agree that like watching it in person or like a, in a crowd setting is better. And uh, Haran actually unknowingly inspired me um, after his trip to the Liverpool bar. Uh, I knew that there was a... My first and only trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, his result was an unfortunate one. Um, but I knew that there was a, a, a supporters group which uh, in Spain, they call them peñas. Um, There's like a ton of them 
in Spain for this the the soccer team I support, Real Madrid. But there are a lot of international ones as well. Like there's one in New York. There's one. Uh, there's like one in Austin. There's like there's like three in Florida. Uh, they're spread everywhere. But I knew that there was one in DC. And then I finally decided to like look around. And these are all like official, right? They like the club like acknowledges them. There's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They get like usage rights to like the logo, so they have like the team logo and then with mm-hmm. like a little like stars and stripes, like you know, make it Americanized, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but anyway, I found out where the bar is, and I guess I was just kind of like basing it off like when we have gone to things with Haran to like football bar, like in New York, or so I thought it would just be like, oh, you could just show up, you know, whatever, like it's fine. Um, but then I like did some research the night before and it was like, oh, you can like, be, if you're a member, which is like 45 bucks a season, mm-hmm. uh, you can like sign up to reserve tables. I was like, oh, maybe I should do that. But like, maybe I'll figure out how the, like, the first one goes. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll decide if I'll go again. Anyway, basically didn't reserve a table. I was like kind of just like praying that like it worked out because this is like one of the like two or three like biggest games of the year. So I was like, oh, maybe I could get fucked. Anyway, we show up. There's a line outside. It's like 15 minutes before kickoff. And there's a line outside. I was like, oh, shit. I did not think that we would like be packing out a bar in D.C. Um, anyway. But it's El Clasico, bro. Yeah, it is the biggest game of the season, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. But there's always two. You know, this is still way more. Right. <laughs> uh, you know. So, you're right. It, it's like definitely one of the top three like biggest games of the season. Um and it's not three. <laughs> well, if we reach the Champions League final, then it could be fair enough. Fair three. Enough. Uh, anyway, so we get in, and then there's a guy at the door, and he's like, "Hey, like, do you want to go to the bar, or like, do you want a table?" It's like, "Oh, there's still tables." I'm like, "Oh, that's great." Um, so like, yeah, let's get a table. And then they start bringing the service, and then they bring us to this table and it's like a it's like a i mean you guys have all been to a pub right where it's like you know kind of like english food and like you know it's like like they got like uh they call it all like chips and you know like they, you know yeah. no fries you know it's kind of like pub it's like pub style um <laughs> you say lace? yeah <laughs> imagine you go to a fucking english pub they just give you lace chips from a bag <laughs> it's walker scripts bro walker scripts but then so they start bringing us to the table and then, like, about halfway to the table, I realized that this is not just a Real Madrid bar. It is also the home of the Barcelona fans. So, they've got both. That's a them. crazy concept. Uh, I mean, it is. Barcelona. If I had... start fights. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, everybody was really friendly. Like, nobody, like, was a dickhead, which I was, like, a little L surprised club. about. L club mentality. Uh, second of Where's all... passion? Anyway, we got seated in the Barcelona section. I will say that. Uh, which like you know is like not preferable, but I, I can live with it because like there's still hello TVs, whatever. I don't know, man. It was a it was a really good experience. Like obviously we won the game, right? And then like the last minute, it was like super hype. Like we went down early, we came back, we won two one. The game was really good. Were you uh, having insults at full time? No, but oh, that's what you did at the DC United game when the Rose won. Yeah, because they were fucking <laughs> spitting on our captain in the corner. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it was a lot of fun and like it was just a really good vibe. Like I think that it's more of like a, a home for like 
there's a lot of Spanish and Hispanic people there. Uh, I think it's kind of just like a hub for them to go watch soccer rather than it necessarily being like super dedicated to Madrid or Barcelona. Mm. Um, I think that it's just also a meeting point for like those two like fan organizations. Um, so like, I think the the bar stuff is more the Madrid. There's like two, it's like split up really, honestly. There's like a bar in the back and a bar in the front and it's just kind of like split down the middle between like tables and whatnot it's it's a it's a really cool vibe they got lots of kits they got lots of signed stuff they give away a kit like every week like honestly it's a i'll probably sign up for the rest of the year because it was, it was a good uh experience um but there's not really too much else to say about it but it was uh it was kind of nice to find like a an experience like haran's but you know more more personal to myself yeah. that i want to um I have a friend from work who's a who's a Barcelona fan who's on his way back from Colombia right now. So I wanna uh see if maybe he'll go with me to one of the games upcoming weekends and stuff. Just kinda like a nice nice thing to do. It was unfortunate because this not only like these big games are never like early, they're usually at, like three PM on like a Saturday, Sunday. This game was yeah. at a ten forty five AM. Um so like I really that's also why I didn't expect there to be a lot of people there, but man, I got I actually got like pretty twisted off of like two beers bro i was like what the fuck like, who am i twisted you were high <laughs> it's kind of faded off of two beers better dude i haven't had any alcohol in two months since uh chicago pretty much dude good for you bro going strong i'm going strong baby. i'm proud of you man i'm gonna end the year with no alcohol that's my goal <laughs> what are you laughing <laughs> is it safe to say so harsha drinks ass. the most out of us now yeah, yeah, but was it ever mm. a down? Wait, fr- wait, frequently or quantity? I think both. I don't know, man. You live in New York. That's all I will say. Yeah, but I've been pretty low key most times I go out now. Like I like. What'd you say? Like, this is sound like a guy is low key. No, 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 no. Like it's it's totally true. Like, <laughs> it's harsh, like, would you say out of the last ten times you've drank, like? Is an average like let's say let's say you're one out of ten drunkness like ten being like you're super drunk like about to pass out whatever, one being not drunk at all. What would you say your average number is over the past ten times you drank? No, I want you to give your answer first. Mine is like a four, maybe. I go like a seven. Damn. God. Are you happy with that? Me. Did sure. he marry yeah. you? I was just like, I'm pretty happy, but I want to get I can to do it. I want to get a nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do better. <laughs> anyway, so that, that wraps up my little, I don't know. I'm going to try and go this weekend. This is my, my conclusion to this story, uh, even though. Yeah, so to end off here, I will, you know, just like we began, you know, I will also rant. We have a rant sandwich of an episode. Um, as you all know, I hate inconvenience <sighs> with a passion. Oh, oh that, yeah, that. Yeah, we're going with that this week. Okay? I thought this dude was going to say Chinese. <laughs> I, can't wait <laughs> I, I hate inconvenience with a passion. Um, the first inconvenience was, you know, at night, now that it's been starting to get darker earlier, um, as I'm working at my desk, I realized I did not have enough light. So I wanted to buy a lamp, like a hanging lamp for above my desk. So I found a great one on Etsy. Um, and this was in like, like literally the first few days of September, I found it. 
Um, and it was, it's made by some Chinese guy, basically some, some guy in China, um, which is great because the, the, the actual lamp, it's like the rice lamp type, type uh, style. So like it's great quality. Um, so anyway, I ordered it and it said that the delivery would take like two weeks, which I was fine with because we were going to Chicago. I was going back, right, I had right, shit right. to do whatever. I was like, by the time I'm back and whatever, ready to actually work at my desk, it'll be, you know, it'll be here. So like yeah. the two weeks go by and I'm like looking at the order status thing, like the shipping deli- uh, shipping status. And it's still, it says that it reached New Jersey, but it was stuck at like a, a shipping warehouse there. Okay. So then I messaged the guy and I'm like, <laughs> hey, it's been stuck here at, at that shipping facility for like about a week now. Like, can you check up mm-hmm. on it? And he's like, yep, I'll check up on it. No worries. Whatever. And I'm like, bet. So then he said, he's told me he sends him an email or whatever. And then I wait a couple days. I'm like, hey, yo, what they say. <laughs> He's like, they haven't responded yet. I'm like, okay, maybe they need a few more days because it was like kind of like weekend was packed into that. So then I was like, okay, so I, I texted him another three days later on the Etsy thing. And, and I was like, hey, is there any response? And he's like, no. And I was like, okay, well, what the fuck is going on here now? So then I was like, okay, let me give it the benefit of the, t- the doubt because like I still yeah, had yeah. some shit to do and I wasn't going to be in New York. So I was like, whatever. Wait some more time. I'm like, okay, surely you have resp- gotten a response from the warehouse and i said it in a more like passive aggressive tone this time i forget exactly what i said but i was like hey is there like actually a response here or like how else can i move forward and he was like he said my dear customer uh <laughs> and he was getting passive aggressive with me too now that bitch oh. and he's like my dear customer uh this is not simply an email that i'm waiting for this is an ongoing investigation <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? Do you have a dumb shit? Are you saying that? No, it's not. <laughs> I know you said the warehouse an email. Like, where is this package? Both acting like the fucking PI. That's what I'm saying. I was like, "Why? What the fuck is going on here? I was like, "Where is my lamp? At this point, it's been four weeks, right? So basically, I was just like, "All right, I, I don't know what the fuck to do here because I want this lamp." So then. Like a couple of days after that, I just got pissed off because I knew there was like no chance that this dude is finding this lamp because he's he's in China. I don't know. He can't like actually actively do anything about it getting stuck in New Jersey. Right. So then I like look online and I'm like looking for alternatives for this lamp. And I honestly could not find one. I searched for like a good <laughs> amount of time, like a few hours. Damn. Um, which like, yeah, none of them like uh, were comparable in terms of price and aesthetic and whatever else I wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, OK, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to go into Etsy. I I did like a claim thing and I was like, I never received my package. I want a refund, right? Because it's been four weeks. Mm. They send me the refund immediately. I take that money and buy another lamp from the same guy. (laughs) 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 And I was like, I was like, I know he's mad at me, but if he doesn't send it, I really don't lose out because Etsy will just, um, you know, be on my behalf, right? So I'll just, I'll just get another refund and who gives a fuck. So then... I, I submit the claim. I order another one. I haven't talked to him since the last time where he was like, this is an ongoing rescue. <laughs> Man's responds immediately. It's like 5 a.m. in China. It says on the Etsy page, like local time. Right? <laughs> My dear customer, <laughs> why did you open a claim with Etsy? Why did you do this or whatever? And then he's like, 
Uh, I was like, oh, like I never received my package, so I'm going to open a claim, whatever. I ordered another one from you because I like this lamp. And he said, he said, I will send out the lamp. But if the second one, or if the first one comes in the meantime, yeah. then um, you you have to give me, um, uh, he's like, you have to give me the money back or whatever for the first one or something. And I was like, I just laughed because I was like, there's no way that shit is fucking getting to me, you <laughs> idiot. Um, yeah. So then I, I waited, mm-hmm. yeah. So then I waited another week. The the package the lamp gets sent. I'm like watching yeah. this shipping status like a hawk, and I'm like praying <laughs> to the lords that it doesn't get sent to the same warehouse. It gets sent to the same warehouse, <laughs> and it was at that warehouse for like two days. And both two days, I was like stressed. I was like, I was like, is this? Will I get this lamp after two months or no? Yeah, at that point, I would just go in a car, rented a car, drive down to New Jersey. And then, like, after two days of being at that warehouse, it was finally sent out to me, and then I got it that week. Um, okay. And so I ordered, I think I ordered that lamp, like, September 3rd. I received it, like, October 22nd or something like that. Something crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard from that Chinese man since. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. With the, with wait, the so, wait, so you got the second, second I one? I got the second the one? one. The first one is still there. The first one's still there. Oh. <laughs> it will be there for the rest of time. <laughs> I never had it. so stupid. You should send this guy uh, like a Christmas card every year being like, oh, dear vendor. My, <laughs> dear, my, dear, my dear, <laughs> dear vendor. <laughs> my dearest vendor. Well, I'm glad that all, all good things come to a a good conclusion yes and you have a lamp to brighten up your life and the listeners have this podcast to brighten up theirs so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh if you did make sure to uh follow us on uh spotify apple podcasts amazon podcasts youtube tiktok facebook myspace wherever you get your podcast from these days uh you can check us out on Instagram at Interesting Discussion. We've got tons of cool posts over there. See all of our guests. See all of uh, the fun stuff we've been getting up to. Uh, we're getting towards the end of the year. Uh, another great year to podcast. Uh, you know, lots of episodes. Lots of great, great content coming your way. 2024 going to be a, a big year. Hopefully lots of cool things going on. But yeah, that's going to wrap it up for us now. We hope you guys enjoy. And uh, we'll see you guys next week with a very cool guest. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.